The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. What's up, everyone? Welcome to an all new episode. It has been quite a week. It has been a long week and um, I'm tired. I am super tired and I, I had plans and then I didn't have plans for this episode. So my apologies if this is just a long stream of consciousness. I originally thought I would do like a last podcast from you know, my house just to kind of, I don't know, commemorate. I, I don't know what I was thinking, but that didn't happen. It became a little chaotic in that house uh, with just boxes everywhere and piled up and it was a little hard to, to think and um, have a clear mind. So unfortunately, I'm not podcasting from my house. I'm actually in my new apartment, in my new bedroom, which is cute, which is also, you know, has a lot of boxes and a little bit of chaos in it, but it feels a little bit more peaceful. Not that my house wasn't peaceful. I, you know, it absolutely was, but it just became a lot towards the end there. If you can imagine, there's a lot of emotions and things like that. But anyways, so yeah, I moved officially. I've moved. I know people have been curious about whether or not I just moved or Tom just moved or if one of us was staying, if we were selling our house. So um, yes, we are selling our house. The thing is, is it's a lot of house for one person. I mean, as much as I would have loved to stay there or Tom would have loved to stay there, it's, it's, it's too much house for one person. And I think, you know, both of us kind of realized that that was, you know, that was our house like together without, you know, it's not really a home. I don't know. I originally was dying to stay there. I would have done anything to stay there, but then realistic thoughts entered my mind and was like, wait a minute, how could I afford to stay there? It's, I mean, with two incomes, with two people, yes, it's totally doable, but on my own, yikes. I mean, I could not have <laughs> afforded a mortgage like that on my own. It's very, very expensive. On top of that, you have, you know, the utilities of a house like that is also very expensive and then you have a gardener and then you have a pool person and property taxes and you know it gets to be a lot you know so it just did not <laughs> fiscally did not make sense the sensible thing to do was just to to sell it in part ways and you know not not try to stay there and try to afford what get roommates and and now I don't I'm good on that so yeah we we are both while living in our own like little places now. But, you know, I have not lived alone since I was like 22. I had a little studio apartment and I loved it. Crazy. It was like 400 square feet. I had like a little bed pushed up against the corner with a tapestry, you know, fabric sort of thing behind it and a wooden wickered partition thing that my mom got me and my mom and grandma decorated the whole thing 
they, they pretended they were on an episode of while you were out <laughs> and decorated is so cute. I sponge painted one of the walls, like a dark blue and gold, but I loved it because it was my own. I, it was just me there and it was, it was so fun. So now 14 years later, I am living solo but I'm really excited to just kind of make my own little space, my own little sanctuary. I've, you know, been having fun sort of planning what I want it to look like, what I want the vibes to be. I've like bought some new, you know, furniture. I'm doing a little like DIY projects and it's, it's coming together. It's coming together. Even though I've only been here for a couple of days, just kind of been grinding out, getting unpacked as quickly as humanly possible just to feel settled luckily I have my mom here my mom is like a champion for these kind of things she practically helped me pack most of my stuff and Tom too uh, when we were in Italy she came and stayed and watched the dogs and like packed up our entire kitchen and half of our you know belongings um and now she's here right now helping me unpack and get settled she's got my whole kitchen unpacked so thank you mom couldn't do it without you so so yeah I'm, I'm feeling already just a little bit at home so that feels really nice I'm just like excited to get like decorating and feel like this is like my new little space and make it my own and have you know some new memories here you know obviously selling our house and closing that chapter of my life. I did a post on Instagram and talked about that a little bit. And even though I've had months to prepare for this time and this moment, it just, you can't really prepare. I mean, I didn't prepare to get a divorce. I didn't, you know, this is not something that you can really get yourself ready for. And I don't have the words. I don't know what the emotions are I'm feeling. I'm feeling just like a little bit, lost not lost that's not the word either see I don't I don't even know how I feel what is what is what is this but I do I do feel like a little bit at peace now kind of going back and seeing the house totally empty I've never seen it empty when we bought it it was fully furnished so it just feels different it feels hollow and I don't recognize it so maybe that helps a little bit but you know, it was sort of my dream home and I thought I was going to live there for like ever. And, you know, that really stung a bit. But because when I made the decision that I wanted to prioritize myself, that divorce was the right decision. You know, I was prioritizing happiness. I was prioritizing that pursuit in my life. And that is something I'm going to continue choosing. And that is something I have to actively choose. I can, of course, choose to feel sad. I can access those feelings. And I, and I think it is healthy to feel all the feelings. And I, and I do, and I think that's part of the process, but I've felt those feelings for a long time. I've been grieving and feeling sad and depressed. And, and I mean, these aren't things that just began months ago when, you know, this all began my process in, in this divorce began before I even knew it, I think. So my mourning, my grieving extended before I even brought it up to Tom, I think. So, but, you know, I have to make more conscious effort and not even conscious, but it's just, it's something that I'm just actively choosing to 
inject into my life, inject happiness, inject positivity, because that's just what I want for myself. That's what I want to attract. That's what I want to become. That's who I want to be. And not to say that I don't have hard times and I don't have hard days because this is a lot of change happening all at once. This transition in my life is hard. It's difficult. It's scary. It's exciting. It's thrilling. It's, you know, I'm optimistic, incredibly optimistic, but it doesn't mean that it's not also sad and heartbreaking and, and all of those things too. And I think it can be confusing for people, especially friends and people that know me because, you know, they see me and they're like, wow, like you're handling this so well and you're doing so good. And, and the truth is like, I am, but also the truth is that I am struggling and I am hurting at times. And, you know, I'm not the type of person to like always extend that knowledge to people or always ask for help or let people in on those kind of emotions that I'm feeling sometimes because I don't like people to worry about me. I'm not the type of person that likes to burden people with those kinds of things about me. I don't want it to be, you know, I just, I don't like to do that. And so it can be hard sometimes to kind of reach out to people and let people know that I'm struggling or, you know, I think they save that kind of stuff for my therapist, but, um, but you know, all in all, I want to, when people just ask how I'm doing, I say I'm doing good. Also, that's not the, the right question when it comes to these kinds of things. You Asking someone, how are you? That's what you ask everyone that you see on the street every day. How are you? The appropriate question is, how are you handling change and how are you feeling about you know specific things I'm not trying to tell people how to how to act and how to behave but if you if you have a friend that's going through this maybe <laughs> that's how you approach it but yeah so that is the update on all of that all right we got to take just a little bit of a break so there is a saying when you want to know more you could do more and what if you could use science to discover more about your body? Find out what you need for your healthier tomorrow with Everly Well. Everly Well is digital healthcare designed for you, all at an affordable, transparent price. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need, like the women's health test or food sensitivity test. I think this is the future. It's super cool, and here's how it works. Everly Well ships your at-home lab test straight to you with everything needed for a simple sample collection. You collect your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days. And you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide the next steps. It's so, so simple. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well to support their health and wellness goals and you should too. I discovered Everly Well a few years ago. It was recommended to me because I, you know, had some sudden waking and I was like, what the hell is this about? And everyone's like, have you had your thyroid checked? And I was like, no, I have not. And they're like, you could take this test at home and just send it back. And I was like, uh, give me that. I want it immediately. So I did it. And it was again, so simple, just a couple steps, put it in a little bag that they give you and ship it off. And then got my test back pretty simple and the whole experience was actually like really cool and I enjoyed it and I was like what else can I test what else can I find out about my body I really really liked Everly Well and I highly highly recommend if you really want to kind of 
dig deeper into your health and overall wellness. And for my listeners of the show, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash love me. That's everlywell.com slash love me for 20% off your next at-home lab test, everlywell.com slash love me. Okay, let's get back to the podcast. Hey, beautiful people. My name is Elisa Reynolds, and I'm the executive chef and founder of My Two Cents LA and host of My Last Meal, a new podcast that asks people from all walks of life, whether it's musicians, celebrities, artists, chefs, scientists, Renaissance men and women, what their last meal on earth would be and why. So don't forget to tune in on Fridays. You can find us anywhere you can listen to podcasts. So why not? Let me tell you about the last meal. But moving is hell. <laughs> I, I I really hate moving. I lived in LA for 16 years and I've moved, I couldn't even tell you, five times maybe. And I got to say, always use a mover, moving company, pay someone to do it for you if you can. It is it's worth every every penny possible. I mean, it can be done swiftly in one day. I remember literally moving over the course of days, taking 79 trips in a Ford Focus or, you know, trying to find a friend with a truck and it's just a nightmare. It's still a nightmare because it just takes so long to pack. It always takes longer than you think. You always need a hundred times more boxes than you think you do. You spend so long packing and then you got to unpack it all. But I also recommend to just start packing way before you need to. Even if you're not putting things in boxes, start cleaning out things. Start with one room, one closet, one drawer. The more you can get rid of, donate, trash, whatever you want to call it, do it because then it's less to pack. Also, it's just kind of liberating to to sort of out with the old, you know, cleanse your life a little bit, free yourself of garbage, if you will. Because when you're moving into a new space, you want it to feel light and new and fresh. So that's what I recommend 100%. God, I had so much crap. I would not believe it. Just, I, I collect things. I'm such a collector. Not even, not even cool things, just things, things, clothes, makeup, products, just stuff, stuff, you know, can anyone relate to that? Just stuff. So yeah, I just kind of just started dumping it. And then also don't wait to unpack. Listen, I come home from a trip, that suitcase will probably sit there for a week. Maybe if if I come home from like a place that was like a vacation, vacation, like there's bathing suits and cover-ups and things I don't need. That suitcase will sit there maybe for longer. That is one of those things about me that people, you know, one of those questions that people say, not a toxic trait. I don't know, like one of my bugaboos is that I will not unpack a suitcase for a very long time if I don't need anything out of it. But when it comes to moving, oh, no, 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 no. That stuff's got to come out of a box. Get settled. Get your life together. This is not the time to sit on that shit. Highly recommend. I'm trying to think of all my moving tips, you guys. I bought boxes off of Amazon. That was super convenient. I know, I don't know if it was the most cost effective, but like they just came right to your house. 
pop open the box and then you can use the box they came in as a box. You get it? Buy as much tape as you possibly can. You can buy the paper to wrap things in. Oh, this is what I'm going to say. When you want to start packing, get started as soon as possible by like cleaning, purging, whatever. Pack your kitchen first. You can leave out, like decide like what what you're not going to, you know, bring with you. You're maybe going to toss or donate. Leave those out to use over the course of like a couple of weeks, whatever, da, da, da. And then pack everything else. Like you don't need every, you know, glass and utensil and everything. Like you can get by with just like a few things to last you a couple of weeks. It might kind of get old after a minute, but whatever. And then literally pack everything else. Cause that's going to take you the longest, no lie. Cause you got to like wrap those things all carefully so they don't break and then pack your kitchen, pack all the stuff hanging on your walls, all the artwork, everything, you know, literally everything that you don't need to use, pack it as soon as possible. So that way, as it gets closer, you're only having to pack the essential things because again, it takes a lot longer than you realize. And you, the last thing you want to do is be like scrambling the day, two days, three days before and stressing out. So that's my other piece of advice. And then the last thing I know a lot of people, I get it financially. I don't want to undermine what your financial situation is, but if you can afford a storage unit, I highly recommend just because I know sometimes space can be limited. Sometimes you don't know what to do with certain things. Sometimes there's things you want to hang on to, not necessarily get rid of, but you don't have space for it. Storage units are amazing, super, you know, and then also sometimes just to kind of like stash things for the time being hey go in on it with a friend a couple of friends you don't have to get a huge space but like they can come in really handy and it can be temporary you don't have to like have it for you know a long period of time but um I love having a storage unit it's very nice so those are my packing and moving tips I've done it so many times and I literally thought the last time I moved that was going to be the last time but here I am once again, <laughs> just having moved and still currently in the process, but I'm hoping that I'll be settled ASAP kind of think, I think, think I've gotten everything out of the house, maybe just a few little odds and ends and things like that. And now I'm just like trying to get set up in my cute little abode here. I got a new couch that I'm really excited about. I've see, I've, I've invested in some pieces just to feel like I'm, you know, setting up and you know excited and invested in my future here and everything there's this amazing amazing store in LA here called pop-up home if you ever if you live in LA or you're coming to LA they get new pieces like all the time and they're incredible incredible pieces and um so I got this like green deep-seated velvet couch that is it's down filled and it is a dream and it's incredible so I got that and I have this like black and white checkered rug. I got some stuff from like Ikea that I'm painting to give it its own, you know, unique style. And yeah, I'm just trying to create this like really cool sort of like, I don't, I don't even know what the word is to describe. I want like color, but I also want it to feel like relaxing lots of plants, kind of like little like art deco-y chic, colorful vibes in my home. I want it to feel fun but also peaceful if that makes sense I don't know I'm not making any sense like I said I'm fried it's been a really long week all I do is 
paint and unpack and move. My body feels like it's broken. My nails are broken down to like nubs. Seriously, it's true. <laughs> I'm looking at them. Gross. But I'm very excited and I'm excited to get this done so I can go back to, you know, having some fun. This has just been my life literally since I got back from Italy. So it's been um, almost a month of just packing and having to say no to anything fun. So I'm ready to get back to having fun and just enjoying my new space. And I'm really excited. There's just one thing I wanted to address. I don't want to address it, but it's just like, I'm really tired of seeing this pop up every single time. And I just feel like I got to just, I don't know, nip it in the butt. Uh, it's so dumb. It's like dumb gossip. Listen, I love gossip when it's good, but when it's just like dumb, you're like, what is this? I'm not coming after Raquel and I'm not beefing with her. There's no like side choosing issues. Like I said, again, Tom and I have said not to all of our friends, we don't have to choose sides. That's that's not a thing. Friendship has never been our issue. We are, we're friends. We're hanging out. We have all the same, you know, friends. We're in the same friend group. I think where that came from was because I had felt that, you know, some, some people or some persons were were kind of maybe on their own doing that. I understand that because within this group and with the confines of this group and everything that when there is a breakup or something, sometimes people just don't know how to respond or, you know, like sometimes naturally people are closer to certain people or whatever it may be. I get it. That's why Tom and I were just like trying to be as like, listen, guys, I understand this is weird. This is sad. It's all the things, but just so you know, like we are good. You can invite us both. You don't have to choose. Like we're fine. Like there's, there's no sides to choose. That's why we wanted to take the pressure and the stress and the worry off of like everyone else's shoulders. But I had felt that like I was kind of being a little bit left out of some kind of like group sort of situation. So, and I didn't understand why. So I kind of brought it up to this particular person and I was a little upset about it because I felt like it was kind of being intentional and um, they didn't, they or they said they didn't know what I meant or what I was talking about, but I had some kind of specific things. And I was just like, well, I just feel like you're just kind of coddling toward Tom. And that's, you know, I just don't understand why. And they, you know, they said, because I said I was good. They asked how I was doing. And I said, I was good. I was like, well, <laughs> that's okay. Well, yeah, I am good. But also like, I'm also like not like, this is still like a, a lot of change for me and it's you know like they have good days and bad you know and they said that they just felt like they need you know Tom needed a little more support right now and they thought that I also expressed that as well which I did but I didn't I just wasn't un, not understanding the connection of it all and why I was still being <laughs> excluded from certain things but again I just felt like okay well clearly there's some wires crossed and uh, you know I'm not again telling you to to not pick him or pick me or whatever. I just was just trying to say like, Hey, what is this about? Maybe I was not being clear about where I was at in life or I, you know, just again, wires being crossed and maybe I approached the whole conversation the wrong way. But at the end of it, I felt like we cleared the air. So I was a little surprised to see those headlines pop up and coming from Raquel of all people because she was not the person I had the conversation with. But 
I think if things are all good. So I just, you know, I just wanted to address that a little bit that like, there's no side choosing happening. And so if people are choosing sides, it's going to be a little awkward when we're all hanging out, but it's all good. It's all, all good over here. And I just, you know, thank everyone for their kind words and their support through all of this. It really means a lot to me and to Tom, you know, obviously it's been sad and emotional time, but we, we love y'all and I love y'all. So, um, again, sorry for this, just like weird ass podcast. I've just been trying just to get moved out and get settled in. So I will do better next time, but thank y'all for listening. And, um, I love y'all and take care of yourselves and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And yeah. All right. Oh, and oh, by the way, I have merch. I don't know if you heard, but I had merch. I got some beautiful picnic blankets, some totes, some phone cases, a t-shirt, a tumbler, all amazing for summer, for picnic, go to the beach, concert in the park. You know, you need it. So check that out. And yeah. All right. Well, love y'all. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review, follow along on social at Music Kills Kate, and tune in next week for an all new episode. 